Here's another episode of More Later. That's what you're listening to. It's my podcast. My name's Brett. I do it with Brian. This is, uh, you're back again for another episode. Thanks for listening. You, I'm talking to you. Thank you for listening and coming back to listen to another episode. I might sound a little different, and I'm sick, and I'm not one damn bit happy about it. I have a little cold. I felt it coming on on Thursday with like a sniffle. My son was sick last week. He he was battling a sore throat and some other stupid stuff for a few days. And then I got a little worse on Friday and started sneezing on Saturday. And today was just, oh, man, I hate being sick. I mean, I guess nobody, nobody loves being sick. I mean, unless you're some kind of attention-seeking monster idiot or something. But nobody likes being sick. I don't like being sick. But it does give us a chance to kind of uh, enjoy the irony of this episode where Brian and I spend a lot of time talking about hand sanitizer and the way that I've taught my kids to avoid getting germs from bathroom doors and my obsession with um, avoiding germs and just real idiotic stuff. And I shouldn't say idiotic because I'm going to continue to do it, but um, it, it, I'm still sick. All of that, I'm still sick. I still have a cold. It just, it wasn't enough. I, those damn germs still found their way inside my body. And right now, thankfully, I have an immune system. I don't think I'm going to die from this. It's just a little cold. Um, but I want to cut my face off. I, 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 I didn't go to medical school, so I, but I'm pretty sure that cutting my face off is not going to take care of this. But I, I got gas today. I, one thing, I, when I go to get gas, the, one of the reasons I have hand sanitizer in my car is so I can coat my hands in hand sanitizer after pumping gas. Is there anything more disgusting than a gas pump? Why? I don't know. What? I probably got some germs from a stupid gas pump or something. I don't know. But anyway, if I sound a little different, that's why I sound a little different. I I sound different in my mind. I don't know if I sound different to you or not. It might just be my ears that are making me sound different to me. To me. So um, anyway, thanks for coming back for episode three. We didn't lose too many listeners in the first two episodes. We um, didn't didn't irritate people enough to, to not want to come back. So hopefully you're one of those non-irritating, irritated people. Not irritating. Of course you're not irritating. You're not. No, you, you're not irritating. Not irritated by us. But thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend. Do that. Like, I, I'm serious. Like, the next person you see, just be like, have I got a podcast for you? And if you don't have any friends... Just tell a stranger, walk up to some stranger and just be like, look, you need to listen to more later because it's good, wholesome entertainment, except for all the cuss words and some of the other topics that come up. But other than that, it's wholesome. Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. You can listen on Stitcher. Stitcher is kind of uh, hit or miss right now. I, I, I have found it, but if you search for more later, you kind of have to search a couple times for some reason. I'm going to send an email to Stitcher and see what the problem is with that. Spotify has it. My son lis listened on Spotify. He listened on Alexa. If you tell Alexa, Alexa, play the More Later podcast, Alexa will obey because Alexa loves us. She's such a big fan of ours. She'll play the podcast. Maybe not. You might have to tell her a couple times. She might not understand, but she'll play. She'll, she likes us. Um, anyway, we recorded this a couple weeks ago, so I'm not sick on the podcast. Brian and I wanted to record a couple of these, get a couple in the can to be sure that we couldn't just do, you know, one or two and then not come up with anything else to say. So this is a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is me and Brian again, back when I wasn't sick. I'm going to bed. Well, I have this idea that when I build a house, I have like the actual 
designed for it picked out and it's going to have like tons of windows mm -hmm. and i wonder like you know i think it's cool but then i wonder like am i just going to get annoyed having so many windows to cover so i'm not going to not cover them but like well, i, I mean, don't want to go around and have to constantly i think in a house of windows they're uncovered they're uncovered yeah they can't all be uncovered though um, well, I mean, it would be like this, really. Right. I mean, probably no more than what you have in here, you know. Although maybe a little. You aren't talking like. I'm not talking about John like Wick's house. I don't know what that looks like, but you know. yeah, it's just walls are like glass. Like glass? No, yeah. not like that. I just gotcha. like lots of windows. Oh, like okay. this. I mean, yeah. this this room that we're in is pretty much all windows <laughs> except for you know a couple two foot gaps gotcha. or whatever. But um, and I see you have them covered. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, I I was looking at my notes about things to talk about, and I saw this thing that ties into an experience that I had last night and this morning. So okay. last night after work, I went to a park to write because I like, I like going to the park because there's no internet there. So, like, I'm just sitting in my car, I open up the laptop, and I write. There are no distractions. Like, I can't get on the internet to distract myself. Last night, it was dark out. There was, like, one other car in the parking lot. There's nothing to do. You're sitting there. It's quiet. Like, so, I right. got thousands and thousands that, of words written. Words? Is it oh, one of the parks in Highland? No. I, well, I it, usually I go to Centennial. Okay. Like when I go, oh, okay. when I go for hours at a time, it's right. to Centennial. And, um, so it was dark, but before I went, before I went there, I had, I had only eaten something for breakfast. So I was like, I got to get something to eat, but I don't want to like sit down and eat or anything. Mm -hmm. So I just went and I got McDonald's and I got a cheeseburger and fries at McDonald's. How was it? It was good. <laughs> it, 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 I was very specifically, I, I had a very specific craving for that okay like i don't i don't regularly eat mcdonald's but okay. like when i want it i i want right. it and i really wanted it so i got a cheeseburger and fries and it was good and i had i got ketchup packets so i put the put the napkin like on the middle console and then poured out the ketchup and was like dipping my fries in it and <laughs> as i was eating my fries some were in the bag, and like when I pulled some out, I dropped some. And I, I thought that I had picked it up off of my lap. But then this morning when I got in my car, I had been driving for a little bit, and I looked to the side, and I see a, a French fry stuck like between my seat and the center console. Mm -hmm. And it was a big fry. Right. It wasn't a crumb of a fry. It was a big fry. Right. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just going to eat it. Now, keep in mind that this thing was in my car, which wasn't in a garage, mm -hmm. which was, it was like 17 degrees this morning. So it was like ice cold and the heat from my car did nothing to warm it up. And I, I, it, I mean, it wasn't, I was surprised how good it tasted. It was very salty, it's which was the... Why I ate it because the salt tasted good, and when I ate them last night, I they were like fresh out of the fryer and very salty. Is uh, that a testament to the longevity of the McDonald's fry, or mm -hmm. testament testament to how clean your crevice? Is? <laughs> it, I think it's the crevice because that was actually my note here. Why do cold French fries suck so bad? Right, like there's no food that has as big of a decline in quality as nice warm french fries compared to cold french fries right. and even like when you try to warm up french fries it's horrible you they they're never getting back to what they were and the worst is when you order fries and pick it up like carry out yeah and they're already cold don't even bother yeah i mean don't even bother eating Right. Yeah. Right. Horrible. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they're just a food. It's probably the oil, and I mean it. Yeah, probably. But like, I mean, they're fresh out of the fryer and hot. They're like one of the best foods in the world. But like, I literally won't even eat them if, once they're cold or once I try to warm them. Will up. you order them that way? Cold? Fresh, no. <laughs> fresh fries. 
No, I never, I never order anything like at a fast food place. One of my I never friends order anything will made to order. Order fresh fries. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I, they have a point because the ones yeah. I got last night were really like yeah. when as I was eating them, I thought these are really good, and I thought it was just because I was so hungry, you but can, I did have to wait for them. You so can maybe tell it was when they're fresh and when they're bottom feeders. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, but like even you know, like I can't like ice cream. Like ice cream is good frozen, but if it melts, it's just a shake. It's still, right. it's still it's good. Not even. And like know. certain like certain foods, like these sweet potatoes that we have on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like they're good warm, but I don't even warm them up after that. I just eat them cold because right. they're good straight out. Or pizza, pizza. Yeah, pizza is just like cold it's pizza. so great hot, but then right. cold pizza is freaking fantastic. Cold pizza, cold fried chicken. Cold fried chicken is good cold too. Cold fried chicken is excellent. Which with the it must be something with the potato then because fried chicken has the oil, right? And it's fried and it was right. and it was like crispy, and then when it's cold it's still good. I I, th- I think it's the the like meat. Or the meat. Oh yeah, the meat. Maybe the, it's the uh, starch of the potato. Also, right. The starch breaks it down. Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, if there's any food to eat. Well, well, if you eat uh, cold chili, let me know. Cold chili? Yeah. I've, I don't think I've intentionally eaten it. I know I've had it, like where it hasn't been as hot warming up as I thought. Talking right out of the fridge, man. No. Do you do that intentionally? I've wanted to, and, and I love fat. Everybody out there knows that I love eating fat. I mean, fat uh-huh. is good. That's <laughs> it is. That's a fact. Of that's life. what. Ba- that's why bacon is so good. It's water all fat. is wet. Fat is good. <laughs> I mean, two simple rules. But the like orangish grease that like rises up to the top of chili is like why. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have eaten fat. <laughs> but for some reason i can't just like you just want to skim it off the top and yeah, eat it yeah i'm not sure about that because <laughs> yeah. i do and like if it gets um maybe this isn't chili that i'm thinking of but there's something that i make that it actually like hardens there's like a thin skin of it at the top that hardens yeah. if there's so much fat maybe maybe chili would do that if mm-hmm. yeah. it was cold oh, and yeah. For the past few years, I haven't been putting, I haven't really been putting any fat in my chili. It's just been vegetarian, and like just whatever fat comes from beans or whatever right. is pretty much all that's been been in there. Is there any fat beans? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I don't know. Like kidney beans? Do kidney? I don't know. Maybe. Carbohydrates? Carbohydrates aren't fat. No. I don't know either, but, but like, I do eat it with avocado. There's fat so, avocado. so what I'm fascinated by is the crevice. So <laughs> your your vehicle is two years old. Yeah, have you like vacuumed it out and like really, really looked between the seats? Yeah, I yeah. I've been I took very very good care of it until probably July of this year. Right. In the past couple months, it's right. been. I just have kind of let it go. Not a couple months. I guess it's been four or five months now. I've just uh-huh. kind of let it go, and I haven't really vacuumed it very much. But the the French fry actually, it landed while it was in the crevice. It actually, the reason it didn't fall all the way down is because it landed on top of the road atlas that I keep between the seat and the center console. That's right. He said atlas. Road atlas. Road Paper, atlas. dog-eared road atlas. I love maps. I've always loved maps. And before we went on vacation in March, I ordered a new road atlas. And it's been stuck in that seat ever since. And like sometimes at red lights, I'll just pull out the road atlas and open it up and look at it. But it saved the French fry this time. Because if, it, if the French fry went all the way down and was like under the seat, I don't think I would have eaten it from like the rug of the seat. No. I mean, there's just like the shit that's on there mm-hmm. and the grease from the seat rail now like last night <clears throat> had i seen it last night when it was warm mm-hmm. 
And when I was hungry, I would have eaten it off the floor. Right. <laughs> so I've been like, yeah, it's my own car. Who cares? Um, um, in my previous car, I kept it pretty clean. But the car, when I got rid of it, was like 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like shit gets into the crevices. Yeah. And I mean, I would eat, you know, like chips and whatever you have a random chip fall between the right chips nuts candy whatever then i'd vacuum it out i get most of it but i mean you can't get everything no so so in my new car there is the previous owner no there uh there was a prescription label lodged way in that crevice oh my gosh and it took me two months to get it out and <laughs> i was hoping it was like for some crazy medication yeah. i think it was like i don't know some like blood pressure medication. yeah not even anything good who cares <laughs> but there is this like gold wrapper that's i that i can't get to i have been trying since March to get this in your wrapper. current car, yes, it's really, really, really small. Yeah, it's really small. I mean, I mean, it's probably a folded up Werther's wrapper. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, it really bothers me. Like, I can't get to it. I've used every nozzle, I've moved my seat, <laughs> I've like stuck my hand in it to the point where I'm like. This is going to be a stupid way to get my hand cut off. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and be careful because we went to high school with a kid who lost the tip of his finger on a car seat. Oh, shit. I think. I don't know. But, I mean, you should get a kid. I bet a kid, you want, you want to rent a kid? I'll rent a kid for you and they can reach under there and maybe with their little tiny kid arms, they can reach in there and get it. Although now is it the challenge of getting it yourself? Like you don't want it just gotten. You want to be the one to get it, right? No, I don't fucking care. I just want it. I don't so, know. Okay. It doesn't matter to me if I thought it was the challenge of it. <laughs> no, I mean it's like laughing at me. <laughs> it's mocking. It you. is. It is like you can't reach me, asshole. <laughs> this is my car. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, the other thing that I thought about this morning in my car was at some point I became somebody with very strong opinions about hand lotion. Hand, like, like bath and body works, hand No, lotion, like not just... even anything like that, but just like in the winter, my hands get really dry. Right. And I, I'm, I go, I pee constantly, so I wash my hands constantly, which is another topic we can bring up because I know oh, we yeah. have some serious. I'm, yeah, I've had some, some, some serious run-ins with some non-hand washers. All right, well let's let's deal with the hand washing thing first, and we'll come back to the lotion. It is, if you do not wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. You have not advanced beyond like the 19th century. You should be washing your hands. I don't care if you didn't quote pee on your hands. You should be washing your hands. Unless it's the middle of the night and you wake up and you just run to the bathroom and you need to get back to sleep. And if like standing there and washing your hands is going to make you wake up. Because like if I wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes I walk to the bathroom with my eyes closed. And I pee with my eyes closed and I'm like, screw it, I'm going back to bed. But like Because he's fucking blind without his contacts anyway, <laughs> yeah, so he might right. as well keep his eyes shut. <laughs> right. It, it makes, really doesn't matter. It makes no difference. I can't <laughs> see anything anyway. I might as well block out the light. I mean, really, you are pissing on your hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is there's blowback. Yes. We can't be that arrogant to think <laughs> that the pee stream is not shooting out particles <laughs> laterally yes and that in a toilet it is not shooting back up right mixed in with piss water and then if you're at a urinal 
basically there are microscopic droplets of piss all over your fucking pants. Right. Like yeah. Mist. Other people's. Other people's <laughs> yeah. piss. Yeah. And it's on your hands. It's on your fucking pants. So like not to wash and 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 then like order that whopper and fucking <laughs> lick the ketchup off your oh, fingers. God. Oh Jesus. It's fucking gross. I oh. mean and. And there are so many people out there that I'll be watching in the bathroom, not like that, but I'll watch <laughs> them just fucking walk out of there yeah. like they just walked walked out of surgery. Yeah. <laughs> but their hands aren't clean. Yeah. And I and that is why in people will periodically look at me weird because I never touch the handle of a bathroom no way no. never like never. i don't have a used paper towel on the exit and let me tell you this for any business any fucking office any building with a bathroom you should not have a pull-in no. exit no you at a minimum need a push out exit and then if you're Classy, you'll have uh, uh, you'll have a toe hold to, to yeah, or yeah. at least a toe plate at the bottom that plate. you can that toe you can hold, put yeah. Toe plate, yeah yeah. I mean, that just makes fucking sense. Yes, yes, it yeah. does. I I trained my kids. All of my kids know my three youngest kids, fifteen, thirteen, and nine. They know not to touch bathroom handles from the time that they were young and I was taking them to the bathroom. They know you grab a paper, you wash your hands. You, if there's paper towel, dry them with a the paper towel. Use the paper towel to open the door and then throw the paper towel away if you can. If you can't do that, use your t-shirt to grab the handle and open it that way. At work, I go to the bathroom, wash my hands, use the paper towel to open the door to the bathroom, and then use the paper towel to open the door to my office and then throw the paper towel away. In my old office in the previous building, I had to open the bathroom, open the door to the steps, and then open my office door, and then I would throw it away. I'm not touching bathroom handles because no. I see people, I see students all the time, these supposedly smart, like 22-year-old college students that come in, go to the bathroom, and then just walk right out. And I want to... I. There should be like a scarlet letter for people <laughs> that don't wash them because the rest of the world needs to know don't shake that guy's hand because you're going to, he's got pee all over. Right. I mean, I do not like sh shaking people's hands of like yeah. strangers. Yeah. And probably half the people I know even. Yeah. I mean, this I just, is, this is why in my, in the in my, in my on my car in the in the what's it called like the little cubby on the door like the mm -hmm. little there's a where that's I have a bottle of hand sanitizer there and I mm -hmm. use that all the time and I have a bottle of hand sanitizer on my desk that if I happen to like not have a paper towel or or if like if a student comes in and shakes my hand, mm -hmm. if I don't go to the bathroom to wash my hands, I'm soaking them in hand sanitizer. Oh yeah. I don't know where your hands have been. And I know that I have an immune system and I know that using hand sanitizer is killing like beneficial germs too. And that like it's decreasing I immunity. I get enough of my own like, beneficial germs. Yeah. I mean. Let me control that. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I don't know. The whole bathroom thing, it drives me crazy. I will say that today, for the first time in 16 and a half years of working at the university, I had hot water in the bathroom where I that I normally use because they finally hooked up hot water in the bathroom. Until now, it was only cold water, and well, I would have to go to open like eighteen seventy-five. Yeah, in some buildings they have hot water, but in the building that I worked in, in this the other build, this newer building that I work in. They did not have hot water. And the guy told me today, hey, you know, they have hot water if you let it run long enough. And you have to let it. I mean, I, right. I wasted probably two gallons of water trying to get to the hot water. 
but it was hot and I stood there for a few minutes and <clears throat> indulged in it and it was nice. Do you have a favorite public restroom? I go around campus in and check out restrooms. Right. Yeah. Um, I try to avoid public restrooms for the most part. Sometimes when I'm in Meyer, I have to go, but they have the open outdoors, which is nice and very real. An outhouse? No. no. Open the door no. opens. Oh, out. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> An outhouse. <laughs> outhouses are horrible too and okay here while we're on the topic of pee i was talking about this with my friend over the summer when we went to the white Sox game Mm -hmm. and they had we were there tailgating and there were porta potties in the parking lot and we're waiting to use the porta potty before we go into the game because of course i've had a couple of beers and of course i can't hold it to get inside right and we're waiting and inevitably there's somebody in line who's taking forever in the porta potty. Tons of people who are taking forever in the porta potty. And so we had this discussion about what what is taking people so long in the porta potty. Right. And I told her, "Do you remember when you and I went to see Dave Matthews in 1999?" There's another P story there. The first P story is this oh, guy yeah. on the hill in of some music venue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're watching Dave Matthews on the lawn and the guy standing next to us feels something on his leg and he looks back to see the guy standing behind him on the lawn just whipped it out and started peeing on the lawn and splashing up on this guy and just peed right on the lawn with thousands of people around. And then he was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Like the guy peeing was like, hey, sorry, bro, it's fine. Like the guy turns around, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, and I thought this this guy was gonna punch the pisser because that's an etiquette. How do you think like that's unless acceptable you're at all? like in in some weird water sport fetish, which <laughs> whatever you want to do, fine. But if you don't ask to get peed on and somebody's pissing on you. It's kind of a breach of just general etiquette. Yeah, that's clearly unacceptable. Right. But earlier, before we went into that concert, you and I had the conversation about what was taking people so long in the porta potties. Right. And that's when we, or at least I remember, like starting to take pride in like, get in there, do what you have to do, and get the hell out. So to the point where when you and I would go to concerts or just like out and uh, there was a porta potty or a line bathroom at, mm-hmm. uh, at the world or first Midwest bank. We would go in there and then tell each other what our total time was from unzip <laughs> right. zip to watch. Right. So we were, tr- we turned it into a competition and, and we're much, much faster than the rest of these idiots who I don't right. know what they're doing in there. Well, I mean, I think, like, <clears throat> with my job now where I am on the road all day, I think I have the answer. And it's people holding in for way too long. And this job I have, I have to use... Uh, public restrooms often Mm -hmm. and i don't like to and sometimes i don't even have the uh, opportunity and i will hold it yeah okay i'll hold it for like six eight hours oh my gosh i cannot do that and it can get painful and i don't want to do that because it can lead to like kidney stones but yeah Whatever. So can also lead for to me peeing my pants. Right. <laughs> I haven't. So I, I mean, when I do find a bathroom, finally, I mean, you're ready. I mean, to go. It's Austin Powers. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just taking a long time. So, yeah. so I think people in general, they're like holding it, holding it, and so I mean, it, like if I'm on my regular routine, I'm in and out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fucking around. Yeah, 
So, but I mean, public restrooms are pretty gross unless you go to a certain food. So, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the the other thing about concerts, and I saw this a lot at Wrigley Field the past couple years. Um, not this year, but last year, I sat in the bleachers twice and going to the bathroom. In the bleachers, of course, everybody in the bleachers has a beer. Mm-hmm. And I'll never understand how people bring beer into the bathroom with them. To I me, have. you have? Yeah. I've been. I, that is such poor planning. How does that even happen? I don't know. I don't know either. I, I'm, I'm always to, thinking like the, the order you talking. That is like the order of operations. Because like the beer, you have to get, you have to drink the beer before you go pee. And if well, you have to pee, finish your beer first. Like I'll drink it in line and then, I mean, I try to finish it. I don't put it on the stall or that that is even worse because like i'll see somebody put it on the urinal no. or at wrigley field they have the troughs right and then they'll have like like in the center they'll have a trough and then a wall and then on right. the other side of the wall is a trough but the wall's only like five feet high right and then they'll put it on top of the the right. trough wall and then finish and then like no that's no, no i'll like you might as well just hold drink it in my mouth <laughs> yeah i mean so serious. if you're gonna put it down you might as well just drink the stuff out of the trough talking of like urinal humor uh like either <laughs> either this past summer or last summer i was at a golf course and i mean i was peeing and this dude like was looking at his phone at the urinal <laughs> what he was looking at whether whether it was like stock tips or like if <laughs> what the cubs latest waiver wire move was this fucker got butterfingers at the wrong time. Oh no! And it fucking dropped. It dropped <laughs> in the urn. And I look over. <laughs> I'm peeing still, and and I look back at him, and he goes and get it, and he has a taste. Yeah, he's like, "What do I do?" But then he he totally committed. Yeah, he tells me I got to do it, and he goes did, in. Did he say, yeah, yeah, I got to do it. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> and it was—he he can try to comfort himself the best he can. Think well. I mean, the last pissing there was mine, but yeah, I'm sure there was hundreds of other old man pissing there. It, if that I, that will never happen because I'm never bringing my phone to a urinal. But if I'm on a life or death call and I have to pee and I drop it in the urinal. That's the end of the line for the phone. Even if I'm I buying do, a new phone, even yeah. if I do fish it out, yeah, like the thing's not going to work after I soak it in hand sanitizer overnight because that's the only way I'm going to use it. No, again. I mean I'm. There's no way I'm putting that thing by my mouth. No, no, I'm probably putting it in a Ziploc bag, taking it in, saying, "Hey." I'm not gonna like let them handle. I'm <laughs> yeah. just gonna tell them, yeah, it's just not working. Right. It's just not working, and don't don't examine it. And <laughs> this thing's pissing me off. <laughs> don't don't worry about the urinal right. cake that's stuck yeah. to it too. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so before we've probably spent too much time on pee, but before we move on from pee. Some of the female listeners might not understand urinal etiquette. And I, I've thought about like taking a picture of this and posting it on Facebook to see if this is universal for men, but I'm pretty sure that it is, it is universal. So if it, in the bathroom at work, the bathroom that I use the most, there's four urinals, okay? All next to each other, all in a line, no barriers between any of them, okay? okay? So you just have, you know, one, two, three, four, okay? If you come into the bathroom and there's somebody standing at urinal two, mm-hmm. what is the only acceptable urinal to use? Urinal four. Urinal four, yes. Be urinal and if four. they're at three, then you're using... If they're at urinal three, then you can only use one. urinal one. Urinal okay, four. if they're using one, you can use which urinals? 
one? You're they're at one. Using three or four. Three or four. Yeah. Okay. You cannot use another urinal right next to somebody unless you have no choice. Right. There has to be a one urinal space. And well, if there's not a one urinal space, that is an invasion of body. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like body space, like personal space. Personal space. That like. Yeah, is, I mean there there are two exceptions when. There are no other options or when you're Brian and you've been drinking and you want to make somebody feel fucking uncomfortable, <laughs> then it gets goddamn hilarious. Yeah, I can imagine, gosh, especially if you were like at a Cubs game and there was like 15 urinals and you just going like right next to the well, guy. Well, I mean, I've, for uh, that one, I have an easy answer. I go to the trough. Yeah. Whether there are like 18 urinals open, I'm yeah. at, the, at the trough. I'm at the trough. It just has that nostalgia. Yeah. I just love pissing in the trough. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's urinal etiquette. I mean, yeah. and people generally follow that, but with any rule, you have the outliers. Right. You have that oddball that's just like, oh, whatever, or I don't care, or they just start thinking about it, but that shit's an unwritten rule. Yeah, there. I, may, maybe I don't care. I, I'll take that as a as an excuse or an explanation. But there's no way they're not thinking about it. If they're not thinking about it, then they have never peed someplace with right. a urinal because there's no. It's not. It's like it's like second nature. Right. Like you know, it's not even something you think. It's like. It, like you don't think about like unzipping your pants before you pee. You just do it. It's the same thing with the urinal etiquette. You right. shouldn't have to think right. about it. All right. Oh, but okay. So then we, I was going to talk about hand lotion before we started talking about pee. So my hands get dry and I need to put hand lotion on them because they'll get like dry and they'll crack and then they'll start bleeding. Mm -hmm. And like between the fingers and fingertips and stuff. Usually, if I put lotion on at night and then, like, in the morning when I'm leaving for work, that's usually sufficient. Right. But I'm very particular because I want lotion that I can rub in, but then isn't going to, A, make my hands feel slimy, or B, make my hands sweat, which... Sweaty hands I is hear something you and I have had in common our entire lives. It's, it's irritating. It's not as bad for me as it used to be. Right. But um, so I'm a huge fan. Here's buy Eucerin Intensive Repair because it will fix your damn hands. I went to, I had this, I bought a bottle of Eucerin Intensive Repair last year. Mm -hmm. you, it's just about done now. So we're getting into hand lotion season. So I went to the store. I couldn't find Eucerin <coughs> Intensive Repair. I found Eucerin Advanced Repair. Okay. And I was like, okay, maybe they just changed the name of it or whatever. So I picked up some Eucerin Advanced Repair, put it on my hands, rubbed it in. As soon as I rubbed it, I was like, this is not the same stuff. Right. This is the stuff that I got in a little squeeze bottle and kept in my car last year that in, but didn't use because I didn't like how it felt on my hands. Mm -hmm. So I go back to the store the next time to look for intensive repair. I can't find it. I went to another Walgreens. I couldn't find it. I had to go to a second Walgreens to find the Eucerin intensive repair. And I didn't even get it because they had only had a small bottle that was like a dollar cheaper than the bigger bottle. Like if I can pay $11.69 for one bottle or $12.69 for a bottle that's twice as big. I'm not buying the $11.69 bottle. So I got to make it back to that Walgreens to check for intensive repair. But I thought, when did I become somebody who cares about hand lotion? Like I have to have not just this specific brand, but this specific style of that brand, like intensive repair versus advanced repair. It's ridiculous. We all have preferences with with everything, and I just want my phone out because I have a preference, but I always get the name mixed up. A um, lotion preference? Yeah, yeah. It's like working hand, like Kaufman working hands or something. Okay. Because um, with the like, yeah, it's uh, 
O'Keefe's O'Keefe. advertisement. O'Keefe's working hands hand cream. And this shit is awesome. Okay. I mean, it's probably, it's, one, it doesn't make my hands sweat. And, I mean, after two days, I mean, the shit's fixed. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, maybe I'll... I mean, at one point I had like seven or eight different like lotions and stuff in my closet at home because I just kept buying this stuff to see if it would work and like nothing worked right. until I found this like userin intensive repair right. and that was like five or six years ago and I like swear by this stuff now. So I uh, so now in the morning I put on the userin advanced repair when I get in the car from the tube in the car. And then I drive to work holding on to a napkin because the napkin soaks up some of the lotion and I don't get it on my steering wheel because I don't want the steering wheel to be slippery because I don't want to get in a car accident and have to tell the person like, sorry, I ran you over. <laughs> my hands were too lotion-y. Bunch of lotion, yeah. lotion on my wheel. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> What's that code for, sir? <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, the, I'll, I'll, I'll make it to the store to get some intensive repair, but... Until then, that's all I can do. Um, I meant to mention to you before, but I don't think that I did, since it's still the Christmas Christmas time here. If we hopefully we get this posted before Christmas, I like the. You have the perfect amount of Christmas decorations on your house. You have the old school like light along the gutter. Right. Like all the way around, bright, colorful, big lights, unmistakable, but like you're not Clark Griswold. Right. Job well done. Thank you. So, <laughs> do you want, so I've been using those are the C9 size uh -huh. lights. Let me tell you something interesting about these lights. So, I started hanging lights on the house in 2008 when we moved in here that light was not in style those are the ceramic style those were okay. known as like old people lights the previous in style ones were the you know i don't even know what they're called but they're not they're like um they're colored lights but they're they have the like colored life film on them. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So they're in style. I buy them, whatever. And then I buy some more because of other ones get old. Actually, they don't work because I overload them. They short on their fuses. But whatever. So last year, I go to the box of of lights and apparently i stored them with some moisture <laughs> and so i go to pick them up and like all that colored film is falling oh, off no. everywhere <laughs> so so i now have clear lights <laughs> but i don't want clear lights right so i had two lows or or uh, menards actually mm -hmm. and Lo and behold, those lights are out of style. What's back in style? <laughs> the old, the old, old ceramic, ceramic type lights. lights. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably just keep those. Yeah. Yeah. No icicle lights, though, huh? I, I will never forget. Icicle lights came in vogue in the late 90s, maybe early 2000s. And you are the reason why I will never have them. because i don't want to get ripped up this fucker hates icicle lights and i never understood why they're you know i find them okay fine but like yeah i had a hatred for them. i did i i did you ease up yeah i think i've softened my stance on it um i'm i'm kind of um i'm kind of you know, I kind of don't care about them at all, either way. Um, so, you know, if somebody wants to put icicle lights, my my point, my problem with icicle lights was 
that they don't look like icicles. Right. So, like, why are you calling them icicle lights? But then somebody explained to me that they're called icicle lights because they hang down like icicles. Right. Okay, I can I can understand that. And, I mean, I guess it looks... I don't know. I'm just kind of like... I don't really care either way now. I'm not putting... I, I'm not putting lights on my house anyway. Right. So, um, if you want to... If, if you want to get icicle lights go ahead i won't give you a hard time that's a about fucking it. trap hell no <laughs> it's a trap. hell no <laughs> but they actually have lights that like look like icicles yeah so but yeah yeah well we'll uh and they don't have colored icicle lights do they i don't know if i've seen colored i don't icicle think lights. so uh if they're colored then they have the bluish hue Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I have seen But, those. I mean, that's pretty much clear. I yeah. Guess. Now, yeah. I like... <coughs> so, so, I actually like driving driving around and, like, driving through my neighborhood or, uh-huh. or any neighborhood I'm driving through. And there's people that get all hardcore. Oh, I yeah. Like yeah, I, 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 we, cool. I like going... I know people that like bitch about like what the fuck are you spending all that money you know, no i like it okay <laughs> okay take it easy ebenezer <laughs> right. just like relax right. yeah and yeah. have you been to uh Petyville in hammond it's this i have before yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean i, mean, I, I haven't i haven't awesome. been this year but yeah. like it's this this I think it's just one guy who does all the work, but mm-hmm. he fills up like five or six or seven houses, front yards right. with his lights and like all sorts of stuff. And it's really awesome. And like, you'll get, you know, a couple hundred people a night that'll park and walk along it. And I mean, I just think it's so awesome for somebody to do something like that, that they're not getting anything out of. They're no, not getting paid or anything, you know, it's just doing for, it for people. Yeah. And, they're doing it for people and, and like the community. Like regional drive over right there, to though. go see it yeah. and like you know I I don't know who the people are so it's not like they're even doing it for like fame or anything you know they're seriously just doing it like oh people like these lights all right I'll and like the guy has so much he's got thousands of dollars invested in that I'm sure easily I mean easily I mean I mean what the with the blow up animals. Yeah, and I think he's got shit. like a Ferris wheel, like this like twelve foot tall yeah. Ferris wheel that lights up with like <laughs> Snoopy's character yeah. or Peanuts characters and stuff. All sorts of like crazy stuff. But I'm I'm all for it. It's and and stuff like that like fosters tradition too, you know, like right. every year families go see it or, you know, I don't know. I just think it's cool. All right. Well, here's something that um it's a very specific complaint of mine, and it I don't want it to come off as like insensitive because I think the reason that it's happening is the whole like gender identity thing and like you know, there's a big push at work about eliminating um like prefixes or greetings or like Mr. and Ms. and all that stuff, because like you don't you can't assume things or whatever. But, um, so there's a big, there's a push among some, some, many, some students will send emails that say, dear Brett Baker, not dear Brett, not dear Mr. Baker, not Mr. Baker, not Brett, whatever. Dear Brett Baker. When I get an email that says, Dear Brett Baker or Brett Baker, You've just won (laughs) $50,000! I respond to that email without a greeting every single time. Because it drives (laughs) me crazy. Is email etiquette... Do you even put a greeting in an email anymore? Everybody at work does. You don't put hello in. Well, I put, I've all, I've, for years, I have always put dear so-and-so, right. and then I say what I want to say. I always put hi, whatever, yeah. whatever, but I was reading, like, apparently there's some email etiquette that, like, changed. I don't know. I, 
the thing that I always hate, there, there's, a, there's a lot of things about email that I hate, but I hate the, hey, I hope you're doing well, or I hope you're having a good, don't, I don't care. I assume that when you're emailing me, you wish good things for me, and you hope that I'm having a good day. You hope that I'm not having a shitty day. Don't, you don't have to tell, you're wasting my time by making me read your stupid greeting. Right. Dear Brett, this is what I want. I don't need background. I don't need explanation, I, unless it's helpful. I read emails all the time that go on for a paragraph when I can cut it down into like seven words. Like, tell me what you want to tell me, and that's it. I don't need anything else, which is kind of ironic, uh, you know, coming from a guy who started a podcast so he can listen to himself talk for an hour. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. So when I, when I get a Dear Brett Baker, I just that kind of like effort to not offend just like drives me crazy. Right. Although we have a lot of international students. So I think some people just don't know what the name Brett is. If it's a boy or a girl, male or female. Although, I mean, I do know there are female Bretts too. So even like Brett American... Butler. Yeah, Brett Butler, and I have a friend who has a friend named Brett who's a woman. So, I mean, you know, you can't make any assumptions, I guess, even with the name Brett. But right. you can never go wrong just by saying, dear Brett or Brett. I always email students by their first names. Like, I'm not going to have a... F um, but, and then also, like, the, the, the thanks reply... I hate getting emails that just say thanks or thank you or uh, can we just assume that you're always thankful for what I've done for you? Why do you have to say thank you and then I have to read it in my inbox and it's just another email to clear? Not that it's that big of a deal. It takes like a millisecond, but still, like, just don't say thank you. No, I do that actually. Do you say thanks? I do. I do not, it sometimes. Not always. Just to certain people that I know I'm bothering. <laughs> Right, like if I'm, like if somebody's going out of their way, yeah, then I do. Yeah, I mean, but like just in a normal transaction, yeah, like I, yeah, although I have, I have thought, especially like this time of year, because you're giving people gifts and stuff. I've actually thought like maybe I should get like for the people that help me a lot at work mm -hmm. and like do things for me all the time, maybe I should like get them something but then i think like the university already gets them something and it's called a paycheck so do i really need to get them anything <laughs> dude there are echoes of chuck dickens in this room right now <laughs> chuck dickens yes are you <laughs> calling me ebenezer scrooge are there no workhouses are there no prisons what <laughs> Oh, your affinity for watching numerous Christmas carols every season is is coming out. Yes, that's all. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. I mean, it's an extra thing to say, "Hey, man, thanks." Yeah, I guess. But do you have do you have people working under you? I have do one have one person that like okay. directs that like you know she's supposed to report to me, okay. but like. Whatever, I don't care. Do you care. get her anything at Christmas? No, no. Like, we we never exchange gifts among anybody in our office. Oh, any, okay. And, like, yeah. we just don't have that kind of office. Right. And, like... Is her... Is her last name Cratchit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't... We don't even say like we don't even say bye to each other at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, like no, I, it's yeah. it's just like you know everybody leaves and mm -hmm. that's it. And like I hear you. And okay, so here's here's a topic, and I I know that I'm probably in the minority on this, but like I'm not Facebook friends with anybody from work. Okay, and that's by design. Mm -hmm. Like I want to keep my work life separate from my real life. I don't know why that is, but oh, I've just I, yeah. I've just always felt a little uneasy about being Facebook friends with people from work. Well, I mean, and I, but I know people who 
a lot of their friends are work friends, you know, and I think that like maybe they're, maybe I'm just too antisocial or not. I don't I don't know what it is. No, I don't. I think it creates an issue. I think. Like what kind? Of, like well, I I mean you don't <clears throat> I don't know and this is probably us being older or whatever but for me who's never on social media <laughs> you don't want everybody to know what the fuck you're doing i mean especially people you work right that's case in point if uh if you don't say bye to these people they don't they really don't need to know what the fuck you're doing on the weekends right yeah right? i mean yeah keep it professional yeah i mean yeah well i mean even like well now i'm going to tell all these people on podcast stuff that like most people that i work with don't even know but like most people that i work nobody that i worked with in my office knew that i was divorced until like two months ago and i've been divorced for three years now but then like after my mom died i just like told jackie who works under me i was like you know what I don't even know how it came up. And I was just like, you know, I got divorced three years ago and I just didn't bring it up because it was just like, I didn't want to talk about it. Like, no, or she had no idea. No, no idea. The only thing she said is like, yeah, I noticed like a couple years ago, you just like stopped mentioning what you did on the weekends. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't really want to talk about it. And then it was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, it, because just at some point, like, I don't want your, I don't want to say sympathy, but like, I don't know. It just, like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this stuff all the time, right. you know? But how are you doing? Right. Yeah. Hey, champ. Right. <laughs> hey, champ. Hey, champ. I would love it if somebody said, hey, champ, to me sometime. I'd be like, man, this guy's a time traveler from 1940. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea to just keep that shit separate. I don't know. I guess it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Nothing makes sense. Well, the, I also don't want to put too much importance on Facebook friends. Like... Facebook is Facebook. Right. Like, in the grand scheme, what does it matter? It doesn't matter at all. Right. I mean, I really, you know, the people that I really care about and value on Facebook are the people that I care about and value in my real life. The rest of it's just, you know, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Or, uh, you know, the occasional person that can post stuff to make me laugh or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's a network of people. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day about how we were talking about um, at work, we were talking about genealogy and um, about how it can be difficult to trace people very far back depending on who you are and where your family came from or whatever. And how genealogy is going to be so easy for people, like really from now on. Because you're going to have like, I mean, unless there's some some sort of like social media backlash in the future or something, but you're going to have like not only pictures, not, or not only information, but like pictures of all of your relatives. I mean, from uh, people that are on, like, I just think about like on Facebook, like in the past month, I've posted pictures of like my daughter's dance recital, and I went out to lunch with my dad last week, and I posted pictures of that, and. I posted pictures of my son's concert, uh, orchestra concert, and just like all this stuff. And it's like people I haven't seen in years are seeing these pictures, and these pictures are always going to be around. So like when he wants to do that research, it's just going to be there. You think back like looking at looking for your relatives, and like you just hope you can find their scribble of a name in like some old census book. Right. And it's like I don't know. We're taking the challenge out of genealogy. <laughs> Not as challenging as it used to be. Do you have any advertisements? Do you have an ad read that you need to do? Well, I mean, I did an ad read for 
uh, O'Keefe's oh yeah O'Keefe's lotion yeah cream. but once again to the people that possibly didn't catch our last podcast laying ice ham <laughs> in Indiana <laughs> buy it at your local Strax at least in Lake County in Porter County I'm not sure where the hell laying ice is but it's the best ice that you'll ever have yeah and one thing that we should have been putting on the other podcast is the two of the most important things you can do as listeners to help us out give us a review five star review if it's less than five stars we don't want to hear it keep it to yourself don't be so negative we deserve a five star review we're entertaining you know it stop denying it give us a five star review like our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You get, got this on Apple, Stitcher, wherever. Like it, review it, tell your friends because we're awesome. You know you've enjoyed this hour with us. And there's going to be another hour to come. And now, I mean, this is like three hours of this stuff that you've done. And just today, I mean, you've, you've talked, we've talked about pee and urinals and Christmas lights. Etiquette, and bathroom etiquette. Bathroom etiquette. At... Actual fat, fat, yes, fat, because it tastes good. Because it tastes good, like crevices in cars. This is valuable stuff you don't get from just any podcast. Baseball, but that part's going to be edited. Yeah, I mean, we took a break in the middle to talk about baseball, but we know our listenership, and you probably don't care about baseball as much as we do, so we're going to edit that out. But... Uh, Thanks for listening and uh, check in then in your feed right now. There's probably another podcast just waiting for you to listen to, but thanks for listening right now. Thank you.